Hey everyone, it's Amory here from Six Figure Tutoring. So in this podcast, what I want to speak about is handling the volatility in your online group tutoring business. Now this podcast is for teachers and for tutors who want to start and grow a successful online group tutoring business. Now, what do I mean by handling the volatility? You'll see what I mean shortly. So first of all, let's talk about how everything needs to be set up for you to succeed and then we'll start to go into what I mean by the volatility. So first things first, whenever you have some kind of business, you need to make sure that what you're selling is actually what uh, customers want. So in your case, you're a tutor or you're a teacher and you wanna perhaps no longer uh, work in a school or if you are tutoring full-time, perhaps you wanna get away from just doing one-on-one sessions all day. So what you need to create is an offer that parents and students will buy, but also frees up your time and allows you to make more money as well. So that's why you want to start doing a group uh, program online because it's going to take up um, only a few hours of your week. If you have one group, you can spend more time making sure those lessons are really good. Provided you work with students at the same level, it would make sense to group them all together. So that's what you want to do and you can actually help a lot more students compared to doing them one-on-one. So we spoke about that in the previous uh, episodes. So once you've actually created your program, it makes sense if a parent and a student sees it and at least 50% of the time, if they say yes, we would like to join, you know you've created a good offer. Now the question is, well, how do you actually get customers uh, who are going to purchase this offer? Well, there's a couple of different ways of getting customers. One approach is called organic marketing, and the other approach is called paid advertising. Now, all organic marketing means is you are using free methods to get clients. So you can join Facebook groups, you can make some posts in there, people will either like or comment on your posts, and then you're going to send them a few messages to get them to book in for a consultation with you, and then on the consultation is where you actually uh, close the client, right? You speak with the parent and student and they and they join your program. The problem with organic marketing is, and I'm not saying it doesn't work, it absolutely does work. I use this in conjunction with paid advertising, but if you just do organic marketing by itself, um, it's a lot slower. You can come across spammy in Facebook groups because you're just putting out posts and everyone knows what you're trying to do. Um, and it just takes, uh, it's going to take a bit of time to get going. It does work. I'm not saying it doesn't work. It absolutely does work. But if you just rely on it, it may take ages for you to get a student. Um, you know, like when I first started, if I did organic marketing, I wouldn't have got a student within my first week of running ads, you know, so, cause when I run advertising, I got a student with a student within the first week. If you just do organic. Who knows when you're going to get a student. Also, the barrier to entry is very low. So if every tutor markets their business organically by posting, by going on LinkedIn, by messaging parents, a cold outreach, everything like that, look, it works, right? But it's more of a numbers game as well. And it really does make you look like you can't afford advertising, which is, and it kind of, it can make your brand not look as credible. Not all the time. You know, it depends how you do it. You can do it in a very professional way. That's just my personal experience from it. Um, it absolutely does work. It just takes longer and it's it's a bit of a grind. It's a numbers game. You need to be, you need to send about a thousand uh, cold uh, outreach messages 
to get a client because I think about it, if you send a thousand messages, half the people are going to open it. Out of half of those people are going to open it, half are going to respond. Out of the half that's going to respond, a percentage of those people will book a call with you. And from those people who book a call with you, a percentage of those people will buy. So you can see it's constantly getting halved and halved and halved and halved and halved. It's just an example. It's not those ratios to say, but that's kind of like the idea. The other approach to get uh, customers, which is what I prefer, is paid advertising. This is so much better because number one, you get people reaching out to you rather than you reaching out to them. Just think about it. It's a, it automatically positions you in a different way. You're gonna get results faster. You're gonna see how many people clicked on your ad, how many people became a lead, how much you actually spent on average to get a lead, how many people, how many people booked in for a consultation. You can track everything a lot better. Right, you can see how your ad is performing and you can start with a small budget between 10 to 20 dollars a day or pounds or euros depending wherever you are in the world um, so you can start with a small budget and then as soon as you get a customer then you can start increasing it now the key is the reason why tutors are like oh advertising doesn't work advertising doesn't work it's because they have structured their program in the wrong way that's why it doesn't work they uh, offer one-to-one -one tuition they charge $30, $40 an hour. How is advertising gonna work? You're gonna to have to spend money to get a customer and then how many sessions is it going to take for you to cover that cost to have acquired the customer? You're in the red for a long period of time and it's not good and the student can cancel whenever they want. There's uncertainty about the payment. It's too risky to offer one-to-one -one tuition um, via paid advertising. It's, it's gonna be an uphill battle. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but the probability of it being successful is quite low. It's gonna approach zero. You need to price your program in a way such that it's upfront. If you charge a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand dollars. Now when you when someone pays you that amount in full, you've covered your advertising costs and you have plenty left over. That's why you want to charge up front. The way you can charge up front is by having a very good program with a specific outcome for a specific student. It's in a group setting and it, and it includes lots of nice features that will help a student achieve success, right? And it gives the parent and student certainty that they will succeed. That's why you've got to charge up front. And that's how paid advertising works. If you charge up front, you cover your advertising costs. Then in the future, when you make additional programs, you get a percentage of those students who paid you up front for your main program. If you can then get them to upgrade, you didn't have to pay any extra in advertising. And now that program is all profit. That's kind of like an upsell. So that's how you need to be structuring your group tutoring business. You need to have uh, solid, high value, high priced, high ticket programs that cover advertising costs. And then you want to have another program behind that in the future that students can purchase if they wish to. Because if they really enjoy your tuition and they want to continue to learn from you, you can have another program in the background that goes after that. Let's say you sell to students who are in year nine. Then if you have a year 10 program, if you get a percentage of those students to join your year 10 program, great, it's all profit. It doesn't cost any extra to advertise that because you would just send an email or a text message to parents asking if they'd like to join. So that's how you need to think and structure your tutoring business. And that's how paid advertising is going to work. Now that brings me onto the topic of uh, discussion, which was handling the volatility. So what I mean by handling the volatility now, 
when you run advertising, you may not get a customer straight away. You may have to wait a couple of weeks because think about it, you're spending 10 to $20 per day. You're getting um, a certain amount of people to click over to your website. A certain amount of those people who are on your website will become a lead and a certain amount of those leads will become booked consultations. It's your job to then make sure that you follow up with all the leads and get them to become a booked consultation. And then that takes time. Not everyone buys straight away, right? For those of you who listen to this podcast, not all of you bought my book straight away. You may have waited a week or so. You may have listened to a podcast before you made the right decision. And that's absolutely fine. Everyone buys in different ways. So you have to understand that. So when you run advertising for your tutoring business, there's going to be a certain amount of people who are going to see uh, what it is that you do. And they're going to be interested in working with you straight away. And that's great. Amazing. There is going to be another percentage of people who may buy in a month or two. Perhaps they don't have the money yet. Maybe they're moving house. They need to save up. You know, they want to invest in tuition in the next couple of months or so, but they've just inquired just so that they know about you and they have you top of mind. And there may be some other people who may buy in six months time or a year. I've had people on my email list, so people who have inquired on my website, they never booked a consultation. You know, I did my best to try and convince them to book a consultation, but they weren't ready. They didn't want tuition and that's fine. A year and a half later, they joined my program and paid in full. So you have to be aware of that. That's what can happen with paid advertising. Not everyone's going to join straight away. So you may be in the red for a small period of time and you have to be okay with that. That's what I mean by the volatility. So you're going to be in the red. Then as soon as you get a client, you're going to be in the green. Then you can, then it's going to go down a bit. And then as soon as you get another client, you're in the green, but even higher. Then it's going to go, right? Then it's going to go down a little bit and down a little bit because you're going to spend money in ads and then you're going to get another customer. So it's going to, it's kind of like a downward trajectory with sharp upward spikes, sharp upward spikes, sharp upward spikes. And that's how it's going to look when you start running advertising and you get students for your tutoring business. Just recently, I spent, uh, I spent 700 pounds in advertising. And I was spending, I'm spending quite a lot each day. So this is only like a few days worth of data. A lot of tutors won't be able to handle that because they haven't got their systems dialed in. They don't know if their offer's gonna work. So never ever start with a massive budget from day one. Start small, optimize, um, reiterate, make sure you get a customer, then start slowly increasing it, right? You know, once you've got like four or five people who have joined, you know your program works, you know parents want it, you know it's a proven offer, then you can start scaling your ads. Uh, so for me, I spent about uh, seven, eight hundred pounds in a few days, and I got a customer at twenty five hundred. And I should have a few more customers in the next few days. Of course, parents, you know, you have to understand when it comes to tutoring. Not everyone's going to buy straight away on the call. They may buy in a couple of days or in a week. People need to like get the money. It's that's normal. You know, like when I do a consultation for six figure tutoring, I don't expect people to sign up on the on, on the call me straight away because, it, you know, in real life, people have other things going on. Right. So hopefully I have a few more deals. Um, but yeah, so I, I and I got a three X return straight away. The, the few more deals close in the next week. I'm very confident they will because I've been doing this for now for a few years. The return on advertising is going to be a lot higher and higher and higher and a lot more profitable. So you have to understand you're going to be in the red for a little bit, then you're going to get customers. Now, I chose to be in the red for a little bit more because I can afford it. Not every tutor, not every uh, teacher can afford to be in the red for that long. That's why I recommend spending 10 to $20 per day in ads. So then 
about a budget of five to six hundred dollars uh, sorry four to six hundred dollars per month and give it a month and a half if you don't get a customer in a month and a half something is wrong either your website is broken and when people click it when people click on certain buttons it doesn't take them to the next page so make sure that's all fixed either you're not following up with your leads you're not getting them to become a book a booked inquiries the people who do book inquiries if they don't show up you're not making sure that they do attend um, before they attend perhaps your videos convincing them that they need to do group tutoring needs to improve and then perhaps you need to just make sure that you do a better job on your consultation that's usually where the errors come that's usually where the issues arise when it comes to ads it's not necessarily the advertising that's the problem all the advertising does is get people coming to your website automatically uh, the main issues is making that making sure that your website works, everything is set correctly, your program's good, and just making sure you're doing a good job of following up and your consultation is of high quality. So that's what I mean by handling the volatility. You have to make sure you can afford to be in the red for a short period of time, but then when you do get a customer, you are in the green and you're quite high up in the green. So let's say you spend let's say you spend five hundred dollars on ads in month one. You didn't get a customer and you're like, goodness me, is this working or not? Next day, you get two consultations booked. People decide to book a consultation with you and you get two customers. They both paid you $1,500 each. You've now made $3,000. Your ad cost was $500. Your profit is now $2,500. That's how this game works. And you have to accept that. You're not going to get a customer by spending $5 on ads and getting a $3,000 customer. It's very unlikely. So you have to be patient. You have to understand that's how it's going to work, right? So I'd always recommend keeping that in mind. Now, the things that you need to track when you are running ads, you're getting customers, what kind of things do you need to look out for so that you can, you know, so that you know you're kind of doing the right kind of thing. So the first thing is looking at your return on ad spend. So let's say you spent $500, you got two customers, you made 3000 that means your return on advertising spend, a lot of people in the marketing industry call this ROAS, R-O-A-S, it's gonna be uh, six, the, the money you made, divided by the ads spent. 3,000 divided by 500, six, that's a six X uh, return on ad spend. You are doing really well if you can get a 4.5 return on ad spend on cash collected, because some parents will pay on payment plans and things like that. So if you can get a 4.5 X return on ad spend, you're doing a good job to start with, all right? You wanna always improve that. To me, I'm working at around, uh, I'm about six return on advertising spend at the moment. Hopefully, we can get that increasing, but that's where I am currently. So if you can get 4.5 to 5X return on advertising spend, you're doing really good. So that means for every $1 you spend in ads, you get back on average if you divide it all out you get back four to five dollars back and that's good that's profitable advertising right so what this approach is this is called a, a um, high value application funnel or a high ticket funnel that's what this is called right you want to get high ticket customers for your tutoring business paying you up front or on payment plans because it's going to cover your advertising costs now some other metrics you want to track is so you've worked out your return on advertising spend which is great now the other things you want to track is uh, metrics called your cost per customer so your cost per customer will uh, what it basically means it means how much you need to spend on advertising 
on average to get a customer. So the way you work that out, so let's let's use the example that we did. So I said you spent $500 in ads, you made 3,000 back, right? And you've got two customers, each paying you 1,500 in full. Your cost per customer then, how much did you spend on ads? You spent 500. How many customers did you get? Two, you divide those two numbers. Your cost per customer is $250. That means if you give Facebook $250, you've got a new customer on average. That's what it means. So that's the cost per customer. And you always wanna make sure that your cost per customer, you always wanna try and minimize it as best you can. The way you can minimize it is by making sure that you have lots of social proof on your website. Your website does a good job of conveying your message. You have a good uh, a consultation process. You have a good follow-up process, everything like that. So you always want, you always want to try and reduce it, but eventually you can't. Sometimes you have to accept this is my cost per customer and that's fine. And you have to understand as well, as you spend more money in advertising, that cost per customer will increase slightly over time because your ads will be shown to more people who may not fit your ideal criteria for tuition. So, so another thing to bear in mind from paid advertising, um, your costs will slightly go up, but then you're gonna get more students as well. So it shouldn't be too much of an issue. Cost per customer is, the, is, the, uh, is an important one that you wanna track. The other metric you want to track is your average uh, transaction value. So your average transaction value is how much a customer like gives you on the first transaction. So we'll use the two examples that we had. They both paid $1,500. So your average transaction value or your average order value, AOV, which, which is an acronym for that, is $1,500, right? So your AOV is $1,500. Your cost per customer is $250. You can clearly see you are in profit. Your average cost per customer and your average customer payment initial value that comes to your account. Those are two main metrics you want to track. And then some other metrics you can track to improve your process of getting customers. You want to look at what is your cost per lead, how much you need to spend in order to get an inquiry, and then what's your cost per consultation. And you always want to be trying to improve all of those numbers. You want, to, you want to reduce, ideally in the perfect world, you want to reduce all your cost per lead, cost per call, cost per customer, and you want to increase the average average transaction value and the lifetime value. The lifetime value is how much a customer will spend with you over the lifetime of them being a customer in your business, right? Perhaps they will buy your $1,500 program and then they'll buy your $1,000 program in the next six months. So you always want to be tracking those metrics because remember, you're, you are a business owner. You're not just a teacher. You're not just a tutor. If you want to succeed, you have to be a business owner and you have to think like this because if you truly know your numbers really well, you're going to have a much, much better advantage over other tutors because now you know how much you need to spend in advertising. You know your process works and everything is dialed in. All right. And if something is not working, usually the errors are your sales process, your follow-up process, something's not working in your website, your emails. There are loads of things to improve. The mistake that tutors and teachers make when things aren't working, they try and fix the ad. It's not the ad that needs fixing. It's probably the price of your programs, probably your sales process and your follow-up process that needs fixing. Always fix the things uh, behind the first page of your website. The first page of your website and your ad should be the last thing you want to fix, right? Unless it's very obvious that no one's clicking over to your ad, um, no one's clicking over to your website, then of course your ad needs fixing. But if people are clicking over to your website, people are becoming leads, 
and then suddenly no one's buying, you know the problem isn't the ad and it isn't the first page of your website. The problem is everything after page one of your website and that's what needs to be fixed. And if you fix those things, you can be in the red for a shorter period of time and then you can get those large green spikes which are sales in your business. So that's how you can handle the volatility in your online group tutoring business. Make a good offer, run ads to it to get people reaching out to you and then understand that's going to take time to get some customers, track the key metrics and fix any leaks in your website and in your sales process so that you can be as profitable as possible. So I hope this podcast has uh, helped you out. If you'd like more help and you want to work with me personally and my team, you can go to sixfiguretutoring.com slash call. And this is where I'll personally guide you and mentor you and coach you to make sure that your business uh, actually gets high paying students. Or you can read my book if you want to learn the high level overview of how everything works. You can just go to sixfiguretutoring.com. So I hope this has helped you out and I will see you in the next episode.